y'all. I, I have no words. <laughs> this is the most up and down basketball team we have had in some years. This is the most interesting team. It's the most fun team at times. It's the most frustrating team at times. This team, this Tennessee basketball team, in the month of February, still has a long way to go. Tennessee gets it done, however, 46-43 against the Auburn Tigers in Thompson Bowling Arena. Man, today's show, y'all, we just going to talk. Just me and you, Ruck and the Straight Up Tennessee family and everybody new that's going to subscribe after they watch this video and watch this episode. We got a lot to talk about today, people. Um, what are we thinking? Where's our headspace? Do we think? Has anybody emerged? I, I got a lot to say, y'all. Listen, man, it's the Monday Rundown. Your boy Ruck in the building. Let's get it. Good everybody, welcome to Straight Up Tennessee. It's your boy Ruck in the building today. Happy Monday to everybody listening, tuning in on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Glad you're rocking with us, man. Go ahead and do us a favor: like, comment, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, you already know what to do. Hit that bell notification, man, so you never miss an episode. You never miss a podcast. It's the most important thing to you never missing out when we post a new show shout out to everybody again on apple spotify anchor was good man download the podcast it helps with the algorithms helps with the rating rate this thing five stars give us some love show us some some love in the comments and uh we would so appreciate it the boy turner is out today on this monday so your boy is running solo uh, he did a great job, man, on Friday running solo. That boy texted me. He was like, man, this is so out of my comfort zone. But y'all go ahead and tell him, man. Go ahead and right now in the chat, right now, go ahead in the comments and say, Turner, bro, you you turned up, bro. Great show on Friday. So, uh, man, it's Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. You know how we got to do it, though, man. We got to give a major shout out right now to Tennessee Sporting Goods. Tennessee Sporting Goods is the sole provider of all straight up Tennessee merchandise, hats, T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, you name it. They do it for us man they are in knoxville actually in the fountain city neighborhood at 4817 north broadway um ask for taylor ask for melody ask for jared also ask about straight up tennessee man on any purchase you could get a little discount um don't know what it could be 5 10 15 20 percent on some items but if you're looking for baseball gloves uniforms cheerleading softball whatever you're looking for man tennessee sporting goods can get it done for you and they will get it done quickly but they'll also do it with quality so uh, shout out to you guys and thank you so much for supporting the Straight Up Tennessee podcast. Whoo, y'all. I don't even really want to talk about this. I'm going to be honest. I, I, what did I watch on Saturday? Like, like what did I watch? What, what did we all watch? I'll tell you what we didn't watch. We didn't watch two good teams play basketball well. 
We watched two good teams play basketball very poorly. It was bad. I mean, that was the ugliest basketball game I have seen in a very long time. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not overcompensating what happened. I'm not looking at the game. And just because we didn't play well saying that it was a terrible game. No, 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 no. It was a horrible game. The referees, man, the referees are terrible both ways. Let's be honest. Let's start the top of the show and the, the top of this entire segment about what happened. That was a foul on Olivier Kamwa at the end of the game. But I explain it like this. Did Wendell Green step into him? Yes, he did. He shot the ball and leaned in, kicked his legs, made contact with Kamwa. So I can understand the no call. But in my opinion, if it was flip-flopped, oh, I'd be irate if I was an Auburn Tiger fan. I'd be. Oh, man, I, I wouldn't have even been able to do the show. I would have found the refs' names. I would have found their families. I would have found their houses, everything. I would have, I would have been calling. You better call Tyrone. You feel me? I would have been calling, asking what was going through your mind at that point in the game to just blow it dead because it was a foul, okay? However, I always explain it this way. Those are the same calls that Duke, North Carolina, Kentuckys of the world, they always get those and win. And so – in my opinion, it's good that we got that call because now they see us as a part of the elite, a part of the standard of college basketball, a part of the teams that deserve, in quotes, and if you're rocking with us on Apple, Spotify, um, I'm doing air quotes right now, that are con considered the standard when it comes to the NCAA, the NCAA basketball world and the NCAA basketball universe. We've hit that, I guess, standard or stardom to um, get those calls. Now, we were at home as well, but, man, those referees both ways, man. The, the, the technical call on Euros early in the first or in the second half, um, or maybe it was the first half, I don't remember, when he just did the – everybody's doing that little too – or he's too little thing. He did it, and they blew him for a tech. I said, as soon as that happened, I was, I was just like, this is the game. This is how the game is going to be played. Like, they're going to call it tight both ways. They're not going to call some things. And it, it was just an interesting game to watch, man. Like, 46 to 43? Like, what is that? That was a college Division I SEC matchup that was the final score bro what I, I gotta be honest on Saturday I, I was losing my mind I'm standing up at the TV like just give Josiah James the ball Josiah James has proven he is the only only proven score on this team Zakai Ziegler had a couple a good stretch Santi had a good stretch um, but Josiah James is the only guy that honestly, he had a bad game against Florida, but everybody had a bad game against Florida. My, my thing is this, he's the only proven scorer, man, on the team. He can go get his, he can get his 10 to 15 foot jumper. He can get into the paint, get his action in there, get some floaters up. And occasionally he can knock down the three. 
But man, right now, I just really want to go in to this game and, and, and like let's look at the stats. The stats speak for themselves, okay? Um, Josiah Jordan James was the leading scorer with 15. I think he had the most points in the entire game. So that if that tells you anything, um l- let's talk about this really quickly. So Julian Phillips. If he thinks he's going to the league, he got another thing coming for him. He might transfer. Who knows? Um, Olivier Kamwa, I have told you guys this all year long. If we play anybody out of conference, Kamwa is going to be the best player on the floor. Why? I have no idea. How does he put up 27 points? You hear me? 27 against the number 10 team in Texas. And then you go 0 for 5 on your first. Actually, let's let's take it another notch. 0 of 6 on your first six shots, and none of them were outside of eight feet. I just let that marinate, please, people. Marinate on that sit there, sing the Jeopardy song a time or two. This man was 0 of 6 inside of 8 feet. Defense wasn't guarding him on some of them. Normal shots, Kamwa knocks down. 0 of 6. He folds when it comes to SEC play. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know. Somebody, when you find out, please tell me, please tell me what's going on with him. When it comes to SEC play, he gets into this mindset and this lane of, I'm just going to shoot as many times as I can and see what happens. And there's there's nothing wrong with shooting the basketball. I, I want Olivier Kamwa to have a green light. Shoot the ball, bro. Like, you're one of our best players. You literally are. You're You're probably the third option. You know what I'm saying? You're probably the third option. My first option, honestly, is probably uh, Josiah James. That's my first option. I don't care about nothing else. My second option is probably going to be ZZ, and then Kamwa is going to be my third option. Vescovy is my fourth option because he can't do anything off the dribble. He's a run-off-the-screen, knockdown shooter. Three and D. That's what I need him to do. Zakai Ziegler. O of 10. O of 10. Let me say it again. O of 10 from the floor. Zero percent. O of 7. O of 7 from 3. Seven, this this man had three points, three free throws. And let me tell you when he got them points, the end of the game. 35 minutes, O of 10. Hmm. I'm getting mad again. Thinking about this right now, y'all. I'm getting, I'm getting hot. Santiago Vescovi, 
two of seven. Seven points. And then Josiah James, five of 12, one for seven from three, 15 points. Tennessee shot 27% from the field. 9.5% people from three. Auburn, 23.6%. 11.1% from three. If you watched what I watched on Saturday, I don't have to explain to you how terrible it was. But a W is still a W, peeps. And headed into this week, man, this is probably our most relaxed week, I would say, of the year. And you get Vanderbilt on Wednesday, and then you get Missouri at home on Saturday. We got to win both of these games. You, we can't have another slip up. Y you can't. You, you have another moment like Florida and You can probably kiss the one seed goodbye if you lose again. I don't, I don't think after this week with Purdue losing, um, I, I don't know what the shakeup looks like, you know. Um, I don't know when the, the AP poll comes out today. We'll see, you know. Um, what's it look like? How much of a shakeup was it? What is it? Is it going to be what we think, or are they going to take a completely different approach? Who knows? We'll find out. But um, that game Saturday was horrible, man. Um it's a great time, man. We still got a couple of things to talk about with this game. Um, but, man, before we do that, got to give a major shout-out to my homies, my brothers, literally, at Whitehead Auto Sales out there in Alcoa, Tennessee, man, right on South Hall Road. They are the premium used car dealer in the Blunt County area. They take care of Knoxville as well. My wife and I have two vehicles from them where we did their um, I don't even know the pr what the process is called because I was so excited. However, they will handpick your car. You tell them what you want down to the specs, down to the model, down to like just even the interior. What do you want? They will find it for you. If you're patient, man, it took it took me on my car specifically. I think it took me about five to six weeks to actually find the exact car um, that I had been wanting. And guess what? They found it. They went and got that thing for me. And it's still today is, is, I mean, I'm, uh, it's paid off now, but man, they're financing. When I was financing that vehicle, there's no better financing plan, best rates, best interest rates, especially in a market right now, when you're dying for interest rates to be lower so that you don't occur something massive on a big ticket, but also they can get you affordable payments too. You don't believe me, man. Just go to whiteheadautosales.com. Ask for Nick. Ask for Andy. Or just head over to their shop, man. Head over to the uh, dealership. They'll take care of you there, too. So uh, shout out to you all. And thank you for your support of the Straight Up Tennessee podcast, man. So um, but, man, back to this game. Uh, Tennessee is now 19-4. <sighs> I'm interested right now to see where where do we fall today? Where, where does ten, do, do we fall? Do we fall? Right. Like, does do they move with the Purdue loss? There's no way we jump to number one. There's no way you jump to number one. Right. Like if somebody really thinks that. That's crazy. Um, I, I, I want to talk about a couple of things. It's February. Tennessee's had two games in the month of February, one loss. And one win that uh, that was three point win 
uh, on Saturday. Who do you guys think has to be the most dominant player? And go ahead and put this in the, in the comments. Um, who has to be the most dominant player for Tennessee to be successful? I'm going to tell you, man, who has to be the most dominant has to be Kamwa. I'm not talking about 27 every night, but I am talking about consistency. Bro, you go from having 27. I want. I just want y'all to see this. This is what I'm talking about, okay? We played Texas on January 28th. Olivier Kamwa has 27. He missed three shots, 12 of 15. 27 points. We go down there to Florida. Olivier Kamwa goes four of 13 from the field. 11 points. Not horrible, but that's not good at all. That's not good. And then we play on Saturday. And this man had the audacity to go four of 16. The consistency is not there. If you're going to, hey, I would say this the consistency of, of bricking is there. <laughs> four of 16, four of 13. He can hit four shots a game for you. I think we're so hard on Kamwa because we've seen how good he can be. He did this last year, y'all. Let's not act like we're brand new to this. Like, this isn't something that, oh, he just started this in 2023. No, 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 no. 2021, 2022 season. Let's be reminded. Olivier Kamwa in every out-of-conference game averaged about 14 to 17 points a game. He was absolutely getting down. He was playing great basketball. But now we have run into the same things that we were seeing in 2022. What happens if he can get over the hump down the stretch? Y'all, we got a month left of basketball. We got a month left before the SEC tournament. We got a month before we head to the NCAA tournament. If we don't figure this out, we will lose round one or round two. I don't want to be a one seed and play a 16 seed and, and somehow choke that game. It can happen. And this Tennessee team is more than capable of choking that game. And ten this Tennessee, Tennessee team is more than capable of being a Final Four team. If we get hot in March, I'm talking about not just hot. I'm talking about if we're hot from every area of the court. Defensively, we know what we're going to do. Offensively, we have no idea from game to game what the heck we're going to be. But if we can figure that out and be consistent, we ain't losing, y'all. I'm telling you now, we ain't losing. It's not happening. I can promise you we won't lose. I, I kind of want to take this this approach right now and as we kind of wrap this show up we've got a couple we have three let, 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 let me let me say this <laughs> we have our next few games in the next month we've got arkansas which is a quad one team you got auburn again which is a quad one team 
You got Kentucky again, which is a quad one team. You got Texas A&M, who is a quad one team. And then you get Vanderbilt and Missouri, who are both quad two. And then obviously you got South Carolina, who's just not very good. You have a rough stretch coming up in number four, Alabama. You are playing you. We are lucky to be playing Arkansas at Thompson Bowling Arena, because I can promise you if we were heading to Bud Walton, we would lose the game. Promise. Auburn. You got to go down there on Saturday, March 4th and play them. I don't know what to think after that game Saturday. But then you got Kentucky on Saturday, February 18th at Rupp Arena. <laughs> now, they came into TBA and, and beat us, but we should we should win that game. We know we should. We know we should. But then you got to go to Texas A&M, okay? And they're playing good right now. They're playing very good. They're playing very good. So I'm saying all of this to say, y'all, we still have a lot of work to do. Who is this team going to be? Who Who is it going to be? Y'all tell me, man. Y'all tell me. Because if the same team I saw on Saturday is what we see the rest of the year, the, cons- the inconsistencies, we get, we're in trouble. And I'm nervous about it. So I need y'all to, to go ahead and let me know. What's your thoughts? Is this team going to turn the corner? I sure hope so. Can we be consistent these next four weeks heading into the SEC tournament, heading into March with the with March Madness? Because right now it really feels like a week, a, a first or second weekend type loss, and I hate that feeling. I hate the feeling, but I'm just telling the truth from my seat right now. They've not shown me anything that can change my mind, so. <sighs> Y'all, that's been the Monday Rundown, man. It's been your boy Ruck in the building. Um Tennessee, big game on Wednesday against Vanderbilt in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, the boy Turn will be back with me for the midweek chat, man. We're going to chop it up, talk about uh, this Vanderbilt game, uh, get kind of excited for it. Obviously, we'll recap the Vanderbilt game on Chop It Up Friday this week. Um, a lot of stuff happening, man, in the world of just Tennessee sports. Baseball's getting geared up. Man, the Memphis Grizzlies um, are balling. Balling. I know they just went on a losing streak. They were also on like a nine. I mean, actually, it was like an 11 game winning streak. They were one game away from snapping their longest streak in team history. They'll get there, man. They're still young, still figuring it out, and still learning how to gel and play well together night in and night out. But one thing I knew, know, is that they're brothers, and it's very, very fun watching them play. So, uh, y'all, thank you for rocking with us, man, on the Monday Rundown. You know what to do, man. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. You want news? We got it for you, man. All you got to do is hit follow and uh, let us know that you locked in with us. So, man, we love you guys. We thank you so much for the support. And we'll be back Wednesday for the midi week chat. I love y'all, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby.